Imagine if you could sit down at your desk in the morning, piping hot coffee in hand, you could pop open your laptop, double click on a document on your desktop that says life plan, so you could check on what's happening this week, this month, or even this year. Well, I wanna help you create that plan. Let's spend five days together making a roadmap for your future so that you can live all the rest of your days on purpose. Yes, you can own the future that's coming your way. The five-day Own Your Future Challenge is absolutely free to join, and I've got a spot with your name on it. Don't let another week, month, year, or even decade pass you by without owning the vision for who you want to become and the impact you want to make while you're alive. This is five free days of learning from incredible world leaders, helping you to uncover who you truly are and leading you to craft a roadmap and set goals aligned with the future meant for you. This is important. Join me and other amazing global leaders and experts to help you own your future starting May 11th. You can join right now for free at jennaschallenge.com. That's jennaschallenge.com for the five-day Own Your Future Challenge. I can't wait to see you there. Your confidence is not tied to your self-worth because even in those dark moments, you are worth it. You are worth love. You are worth consideration. You set a level on how you should be treated, even when you don't even know how to treat yourself that way. Hey, my name is Jenna Kutcher, and I am obsessed with all things business, marketing numbers, and helping you to navigate both the messy and the magical seasons of this thing called life. I'm a small town mama who took a $300 camera, grew a successful photo biz, and now I work from home and run a seven-figure online business. I teach you the tried and true secrets to building a career you adore. Shy away from the real talk? (laughs) No way. Money, hardship, growth, loss, and marketing are all topics we discuss here. Think of this as your one-stop shop for happy hour with a gal pal mixed with business school. Pull up a seat, make sure you're cozy, and get ready to be challenged and encouraged while you learn. This is the Gold Digger Podcast. So I got a Peloton bike late last year and I have to be totally candid here. I wasn't fully sure if I'd buy into it like all the way. I mean, I knew I wanted a new way to move and care for my body. Getting to the gym was challenging being a new mom. So I followed the rave reviews of some friends and got this machine delivered to my house after I rode one a few times at a hotel and I vowed to just give it a shot. Now, Let me be totally candid again. It's not necessarily the bike that keeps me coming back every day. It's this community of people cheering me on and sending virtual high fives. And maybe most of all, it's the instructors. Allie Love, she's one of my favorites. I rode with her this morning and attending one of her classes. It's like this spiritual experience. Like I hop off of that seat ready to take on all of the things with positivity and light thanks to Allie. She is a master at building community and leading people to improve their lives, not only through moving their bodies, but changing perspectives and pushing their limits. She's this like motivating and inspiring voice when I need it. And I am thrilled that she's here to share that with you today. No biking required. Don't worry. You don't need your biker shorts. It'll be nice to hear her words of encouragement, not while I'm sweating for once. So here she is, my friend, my instructor, Allie Love. Thanks to ShipStation for supporting Gold Digger. No matter where you're selling, Amazon, Etsy, your own website, ShipStation brings all of your orders into one simple interface, making them really easy to manage from any device, even your phone. Use my offer code GOLDDIGGER to get a 60-day free trial. 
Thanks to ExpressVPN for supporting Gold Digger. You probably don't think much about internet privacy on your own home network. ExpressVPN will secure your privacy and protect your information. Visit expressvpn.com slash golddigger and you can get an extra three months free on a one-year package. Okay, Allie, I posted this morning after my sweat sash with you from afar and people went nuts. They were so excited that you were coming on the show. So welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Jenna. I'm so excited to be here. This has been a, a moment in the making because we've been trying to get this together for a while now. So I'm so happy to be here with all your listeners and of course you. Oh, I'm so excited. Okay. So for people that don't know you, kind of give us a bit of your story. Like who is Allie? Where is Miss Allie Love from? What brought you to where you are today? Oh, of course. Well, Allie Love, I will say love is my real last name. That's a common question that I get quite often. Uh, born and raised in Miami, Florida. I live in New York City and I always say that I'm a part of this slash generation. So I love doing many things and I'm a true believer that you can have multiple titles. I mean, most people, if not all, have multiple titles outside of whatever their job title is. They're, they're a parent, you know, they're a friend, they're a sibling. So we wear these different hats already. And so I knew that it was something that I was destined to do in terms terms of being a part of the slash generation, having a versatile career instead of a vertical career. So I am the host of the Brooklynettes. I'm the CEO and founder of Love Squad, a women empowerment company. And then I am an instructor at Peloton amongst being an Adidas Global Ambassador. And of course, just all around conversation space holder. Like I love having great conversation. I believe that the catalyst for change is conversation. So wherever there is an opportunity to just speak life into a situation or into someone else's situation, I think that that's where I want to be. And I will say in terms of giving you my breakdown of, yes, I like long walks on the beach, but more importantly, <laughs> I am someone who loves to have fun. You know, I do work hard, but I, I am never shy to have a good time and be surrounded by my friends and my family, you know, and, and just enjoy life for what it is. Because one of the things that is really anchored my story is that at nine years old, I was hit by a car. And I almost died. And I remember when I was a young kid, my mom, you know, we were all, I was on my deathbed pretty much. And I don't love saying that, but that's the reality of where I was at nine years old. And I remember being in the hospital, my mom coming in and it wasn't looking so good. And my mom told me, and, and when I tell you this, I'm almost like, it, it still shocks me to this day, but my, my mom said this to me, but she told me, she said, you know, you have to choose at nine years old, Allie, if you want to live or if you want to die. And I think that that, opportunity to decide life for myself at such a young age has shaped me so much, even till this day. My mother decided she loved me enough and she also respected me enough, even such as a little girl, to give me responsibility to take control of my life. And so, of course, that day I decided that I wanted to fight and I trust God and I wanted to pray to live. And that's what I did. And I'm never shy to, like I said, to live my life to the fullest, to enjoy it. I tend to see the glass half full. I do have bad days. I do have negative self-talk that creeps into my mind. I am real, not perfect. And these are all the things that have just shaped me into who I am. And ultimately, it really is my burning desire to keep going. <laughs> Wow. I don't think I knew that about the car accident. That's incredible. And I feel like when you say that, it connects so many dots for me because you are just like the most zestful liver that I can see. And like when I, it's so funny because 
I like choose your workouts because I'm like, I'm going to leave this feeling better, inspired. And I know you say you're a glass half full girl, but has that always been like default mode for you? Or is it a choice that you've learned to make over time? It's definitely a choice. I think most times our first thoughts aren't our best thoughts. Like anytime you have, you think about yourself, the first thought that comes into your head isn't like, oh, I'm the bomb. I got it together. It's usually a bit of, (laughs) um, it's a bit on that negative side. You know, what more can I do? I'm not there yet. It's always, it's this constant battle of just like, I'm not worth it right now, or I'm not there yet right now. Uh, But however, that second thought and the third thought and the way you shape the narrative and the story you tell about yourself is in your control. And so I take that control seriously. And so when I do, you know, hop on the bike or I'm on the mic at the Nets games or I'm talking at a low squad event, I, I know that there's power in in the words that I'm saying. I know that these words are landing on someone's ears and ultimately someone's heart. And it could be the catalyst for change that they needed at that time. So it's more of a responsibility instead of just being a positive Patty all the time, just for the sake of, you know, not, not being a negative Nancy, no, no offense, Patties and Nancy's out there. You guys all rock, (laughs) but you know, it's not choosing one or the other because I'd rather be this versus this. It's just that I know that I have power and responsibility to my community to be my best self. And that comes at, you know, and you know, you talk about this a lot, Jenna, like that comes at being vulnerable at times and letting people know I'm not in a good space right now. Like I'm not doing so well. And if you're anything like me, then that means you are doing life right. Because in order to appreciate the highs, you got to go to the lows in order to fly, you got to get grounded. And so I remember that in order for me to take my power back at such a young age and appreciate life as an adult. At nine years old, I had to be close to death. And that was a thin line I was walking at that time. And it, it doesn't take a, a devastating, you know, tragedy to for you to change your life. It just you just get to decide right now to do so. Your, the decision is up to you. And I think that's what I highlight is my mom allowed me to decide at that age. And I never stopped deciding. That's so beautiful. And it's as you speak, I'm like, gosh, like, Allie, are you exhausted? First off, you have so many passions, so many jobs, so many things, but you also carry a big weighty responsibility on your shoulders. Like, how are you doing right now in this season? I would say for the most part, I'm doing well, but just like anyone who is living through a pandemic, it is challenging. It is hard. And some days aren't as easy as others. And I was about a week ago, I remember just going into the bathroom and I just started crying and I didn't know why I I didn't know exactly what was wrong, but I knew that I just needed to cry. And, you know, it comes along with the territory. I'm learning how to live in this new normal. I'm learning how to navigate it internally and externally with my relationship, with my family, with work. And so I do give myself a little bit of grace. I do give myself a little bit of peace knowing that I'm definitely not equipped because I don't have any past experience being in this situation, but I'm trying to be fluid and learn as I go. So again, it's all about the self-talk. The negative self-talk comes so easily. And I try to divert that internal conversation and speak life to myself. And when I can't do that, I'll listen to your podcast. I'll listen to someone who can speak life and remind me who I am. I'll take my own ride if I need to, or I'll listen to a pastor that I love, you know, just put me in a position to hear some, hear some positive words to remind me, okay, you're sad right now. You're down. That's okay. But here's who you are. Here's a reminder. 
Well, you're incredibly good at doing that for other people. So I I think my prayer for you is that you have people that can speak that life right back at you. Because I feel like leadership is a heavy responsibility. It's a beautiful one, but it can be heavy at times. And sometimes we forget that like our leaders need encouragement too. And our leaders need to have leaders guiding them along the way too. No, oh, absolutely. I always, you know, have my company Love Squad and it was basically named Love Squad because of that, like surrounding yourself with people that love you, that are going to squad up and support you. And and I have a great friend group, like my close knit friends are always there. They, they're my cheerleaders. They rally me on. They're there sending me text messages like, oh my God, you did this. Like, this is amazing and vice versa. And then of course I have my partner, Andrew. He and I have been together for quite some time. And he's, I always say he's my secret weapon because he knows how to keep me grounded. He knows how to level set. Even at times I can't get out of a funk or I can't, you know, I'm just dealing with anxiety and I'm not sure you never know where anxiety is really coming from. And it's a case by case situation. And so he's always there to level set, to ground me, to, to give me advice, to guide and be there with me. And he always reminds me, you know, I'm not leaving you in the sense of like, you're in this with me. Like, even though it's your job or it's your company, like, I'm here too, you know, I'm a part of this journey as well. And so I find, I find solace in that. And I'm super grateful to have him because he understands, I think his strengths are definitely not my strengths and vice versa. And that usually makes us a bit stronger when we approach life together. Mm. I love that. I want to know, so, so many people, you already touched on this. So many people listening are multi-passionate. I've never heard somebody say the slash generation. I love that. It is brilliant and so, so true. So I want to know, like, does balance exist for you? What What do you think of when you hear the word balance? Because I think we all think of different things. I think, uh, I, of course, I'm going to be super transparent. When I hear the word balance, I'm like, oh my goodness. <laughs> it comes up so much. And I'm just like, yeah. balance does exist, but it's not a skill that's like equally even. That's yeah. not what balance is. Balance is basically for me. Again, I can only speak from my personal experience. It's understanding what you have to prioritize in the season that you're in, right? Yeah. Finding balance when you become a mom your priorities change because your kids need or your children or your family needs more of your attention. And most mm-hmm. times that's where you want to be, you know? And I think that that's okay. It's, it's balance is finding how to prioritize what needs most of your time and what you enjoy doing and, and reconfigure what's going on. Now, again, like I said, when you're a parent, you have kids or you become a new plant mom. I always talk about plants or you have a new puppy or a new animal, a new cat in the house. All of a sudden your priorities change. When you get a new role at work, your priorities change, your workload change, the expectations of where you should be at certain times change. And so being aware of that and then being able to establish what that looks like in terms of a structure and a routine will help you find quote unquote balance, but also know that balance changes season to season. For example, and I always talk to my moms out there because you just get it sometimes, like most of you just get it. When kids go to school, your life changes, maybe for better, maybe for worse. I don't know, but it changes in terms of now your mornings are freed up or your, your your afternoons are freed up. What do you do at that time? Your routine is affected when the kids come off of school and they're in the summertime, like the current situation we're in now, and there's homeschooling, you have to be flexible and fluid enough, like reprioritize what's happening in your life. And it can happen within a day's time. Life can change. And so you want to, I always say you want to be fluid and not flexible because flexibility has a breaking point. But understand that balance is something that's always evolving. And as long as you're aware of your priorities and you can go ahead and define them internally, it helps you define why you're doing what you're doing. And you find peace in that. You find solace in that. 
Mm, that is so good. And I think so many people can resonate with that. I love the fluid, not flexible. That is brilliant. And so, so true. I think too, I always just think about like integration, like we can't balance, nothing is ever balanced. You're always focusing your attention and efforts on something and something else is going to fall behind. And that's just life. Like you just have to, I think the best we can do is just choose in that moment where we're needed the most or where we want to be the most where we want to be the most and where we need it the most. Exactly. Those are the two questions you ask yourself. Yeah. Okay. I want to know about your community love squad. So you've touched on it a little bit. Fill us in on what this is, what your mission is, how you started it, what excites you about it. Give us all the scoop. So Love Squad started out of a sheer frustration that I had as a young woman in New York City trying to navigate her career. Basically, it was because I had little to no resources and there were no places I could go to find my fairy God mentor, right? And I wanted to be successful. And now what success looked like, I didn't have a clear view because like I said, I was choosing to do multiple things. I started out as a dancer. I danced with a few companies my senior year in college. Then I started modeling because in order to live in New York City, you want to make sure you have enough capital to support yourself. And then I as I'm modeling, I started to get into hosting. I'm like, you know what I love doing? I love having a point of view. I love having an edge and I love learning about people. I love conversing. And so with all that, I started to get a little frustrated because there were not books or seminars that were readily available and accessible to me. Everything Mm -hmm. came at a very high price point. And if you are not in a fortunate situation to invest in your own future, not because you don't want to, but because you physically cannot, all of a sudden in a dilemma, you know, you're between a rock and a hard place. And so that created frustration for me internally. So I had the idea of what if other women were being frustrated by this? And the fact that they couldn't get in certain rooms or network with certain people because they didn't have the means or the resources to do so. So I decided to take this into my own hands and I created a website and I called it Love Squad, Ali Love. I started out telling everyone love is my real last name. And Mm -hmm. I felt like squad was a really great word because we're not a group. We're not a clique. We're not a, a squad means you can come and go. You can be, there are no rules. You get to define it. And whoever you are, you're more than accepted here. You're welcomed. And there's a space for you. And so I called it love squad in terms of like a group of people that were going to motivate, empower and uplift each other. And so within that, I started building out these events. I was writing some things on a website. I decided to have an event to see Are people really reading this? Is this making sense? The test of water. Do I have something here? And my first event, I am so grateful to say that, of course, space in New York is really expensive. So I was able to find great partners at this time to give the space for free because the space could hold 50 people. I was like, great, I'm going to fill it up. You know, there's some incentive to have new, fresh eyes in this kind of working space. So I partnered with the space and they said, yes, I filled up 50 people and there was a 75 person wait list in 15 seconds. And I had never done an event before. So for me, my mind was blown. Yeah. I decided, okay, maybe this is something. I went ahead and held the event and the feedback was fantastic. And as we know, when you are building anything, crowdsourcing and feedback is so expensive and so priceless, right? It helps you shape what you're doing and helps you navigate. It is your trial and error when someone gives you feedback about your product, about your, your branding, et cetera. And so I took all of the feedback to heart and I said, maybe this is something I want to pursue. I love helping my community. And the conversation was surely me giving people tools, equipping them tools of how I got to where I was. 
of the little bit I had gained, the little ground I had gained in my career, I just let everyone know, here's my story. And here are three things to take away from this that potentially you could implement in your personal, your professional life. And this could help you. And it was then that Love Squad started. It became a conversation. It became a a community where I hold space for women to come out and have those conversations around their career, their business, and their well-being. Talking about things that aren't easy to navigate, like negotiating. You know, when when you're taught growing up, don't let anyone know how much money you make because somehow that's a direct reflection of who you are and your value. All of a sudden, you're not you stop yourself from learning and stop yourself from growth. Your numbers do not dictate your self-worth. I don't care where you live, how much, how many kids you have, how much you make, how much you don't make. Does not dictate your self-worth or your career trajectory or your life trajectory. So I think being open and having those tough conversations in a room of, of people that are eager to learn, are eager to, to make changes in their lives, to get fulfilled, to, to create the lives that they ultimately want. And so that's when I, I really just invested my time in Love Squad. I built out a small team. It's a small company. And we started doing events once a month and we would bring people out. We, we partner with spaces and, and sponsorships to keep them low to no cost so that women can come out, have safe conversation and really learn things. And I bring in my network of friends as I started growing, you know, using my platforms of all the amazing women that were doing incredible things to come out and have a conversation, not have them speak to my community but have a conversation where we intimately stop and see what people are thinking. If anyone in the audience had anything to add, because just because you're sitting on a hydro doesn't mean you know everything. (laughs) So it's kind of grown from there. And so right now we did our first virtual event, given we've tried to scale out and be as again, fluid during this pandemic. And it was a success. I'm always just so enamored by our community that they're willing to not only learn, but bring a friend because they see the value in conversation and information. Hmm. I love getting the opportunity to talk to women who are like, I saw a gap and I decided to fill it because for every woman that does that, there are thousands of women that see the gaps, but they're just not trusting that they can be the ones to fill them. And so getting like the ability to have these conversations is such a blessing. But what would you say to someone that's listening right now? And they're like, gosh, I wish there was X, Y, Z, or I wish I had access to blank, or I wish that somebody would finally start talking about whatever. What would you say to them? So this reminds me of, I remember moderating a panel and one of the girls, we were talking about social justice issues. And one of the women on the panel kind of blew my mind with this. And she simply said, social justice, being a social advocate, like being an advocate for social justice, doesn't mean you have to go out there and have millions of people march with you. It doesn't necessarily only mean or matter when there are large number. She said, supporting your local market is social justice, is social activism. And I thought that was profound because sometimes we forget that if there is a gap and there is a need, you don't need 50 people or a 75 person wait list or hundred yeah. people on your zoom call. You might just need 10 and yeah. those 10 people ultimately are going to be your advocates. They're going to go out and say, you know what? I had a great experience, even if it's just two people. So if you're trying to fill a gap, it may not be for millions of people right now. It may start out as a two person thing. It may start out as 10 people as 15, but that doesn't mean you're not doing something for good for the good of your community. And I think that that's what I say to those that are listening, that potentially you're seeing a gap. You may not know where, how to feel it or what to do yet, but you know something should be done. If you are being called 
to do something, to be a, a gap bridger by all means, but just don't try to set yourself up to say or grandize that the power of everything is in numbers. It's not, it's in the people. And so it's not the quantity of people, just the quality of the message and the people that are there. I've been eyeing a coffee shop work session for months. Like I'm literally waiting for the moment when it's safe to return to my oat milk lattes made by an actual barista while I work from my laptop in my favorite corner table. Working from a coffee shop, though, I'm on an unsecure network, which means any illusion of online privacy or security I have is just that, an illusion. I started using ExpressVPN to protect myself on the internet. Listen, if you're relying on incognito mode or a private browser and thinking that's all the security that you need online, consider this. Your internet service provider can still see what you're doing. And maybe you feel like you don't have anything to hide. I mean, except your upcoming blog post for homemade banana bread. But it's more about protecting your data whenever you can access the internet. At home, at the airport, in a coffee shop, or any public place. Each ExpressVPN server has an IP address that's shared among thousands of users. That means everything that you do is anonymized and can't be traced back to you. Use the internet with confidence from your computer, tablet, or smartphone. ExpressVPN has you covered on every device. Simply tap one button and you're protected. So protect your online activity today with a VPN that I trust to secure my privacy. Visit my special link at expressvpn.com slash golddigger and you can get an extra three months for free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash golddigger. Expressvpn.com slash golddigger to learn more. If you're an e-commerce seller, are you ready to meet the demands of this new delivery culture? If you've been a brick and mortar store, but now you need to pivot and sell online and ship your products to customers, get set up with ShipStation now. It's the fastest, easiest, and most affordable way to manage and ship your orders. Just a few clicks and you'll be managing your orders, printing out labels, and getting your product out fast to keep your customers happy. As we all adapt to this changing world, you better believe we'll be buying more stuff online now than ever before. No matter where you're selling, Amazon, Etsy, your own website, ShipStation brings all of your orders into one simple interface. And they work with all major carriers, including USPS, FedEx, UPS, even Amazon Fulfillment. Plus, they offer big discounts on shipping costs, and the easy-to-navigate interface will help you organize your new flow of business, getting those orders out quickly into the right people. Right now, now, Gold Digger listeners can try ShipStation for free for 60 days when you use the offer code Gold Digger. Make sure your business is ready to meet the demands of delivery culture. Get started at ShipStation.com today. Click on the microphone at the top of the homepage and type in Gold Digger. That's ShipStation.com. Then enter the offer code Gold Digger. ShipStation.com. Make ship happen. When you said that, I just like closed my eyes and I had this thought and I bet you get this all the time too, where people are like, how did you get to be an instructor for Peloton? Or how did you get to be like the host of this? And it's so funny to me because people ask me that all the time. Like, how did you grow your following? And I'm like, I have been talking about the same things when I had 1200 followers as I do today when I have hundreds of thousands. Like, you can't wait to get the platform and then start talking about the things that you care about. You have to start talking when nobody is listening because that's how people start to listen. And I feel like nowadays people are like waiting for like permission granters to like come down with their magic wands and be like, now is the time. Now you can go for it. It's like, that doesn't happen. You know, you got to just start. 
No, I completely agree. I think, I don't know if it was Andrew, my boyfriend or my mom, but either way, both of them are very wise and important in my life. But one of them told me it wasn't, they were like, we're not talking about if you get the job, we're talking about when you get the job or when you're in the position. And so I think sometimes the conversation is always centered around kind of this concept of if I get a hundred thousand followers, if I get into the door, if I go to that event and the reality, if you're, if you're willing to put in the work and you're working on the message and you're standing in truth and you are talking about and advocating for positivity, for encouragement, that's going to translate. And that's going to put you in a position of not just securing the job or the next step, but preparing you for when you are in that position, when that becomes yeah. a reality, what are you going to say? And so I think instead of focusing on if I get it, it's just more so when I get it, step two, how are you prepared? And I was yeah. actually having a conversation with Andrew this morning and we tend to have these really encouraging but tough conversations around career and life because he he's really smart. And not to say that I'm not smart. Again, our strengths are different. And so when I was sitting there listening, he mentioned something that comes up quite often in all of our conversations. And I'm sure, Jenna, you have had this conversation, too, of the game of checkers versus chess. Yeah. And he made out a simple point. He said, you know, that that concept and it's widely talked about, not because it's so erudite, like not because you just can't understand it, but because it's so simple, you're either going to only focus on the one move, or you're going to focus on the structure that creates a strategy that equals success. So you're already focused on move two and three. Again, it's not that if I get there, it's when I get there, here's how I navigate. So Mm. really reframing comes back to that self-talk, preparing yourself to be in that room, to building that business, to bridge that gap. It's not if the people come, it's when they come. What are you going to do? What are you going to say? Yes. And how can you be preparing today for that future version of you? Ooh, I love it, Al. Okay. (laughs) I had to, okay. We just have to talk about this because I was getting ready for bed last night and I was thinking of you. Totally not weird. And I love it. I was thinking about how, okay, so I'm like preparing for a webinar and I'm like getting everything ready, like making sure I know what I'm going to say. And I thought about you stepping onto that bike. People are watching you. They're listening to you. You're exercising. You're inspiring. You're educating. You're teaching. You're cheering people on. You have technology that has to cooperate. You like... How, like, how do you do all of that at once? And also, how the heck do you talk when you're on that sucker? I, I can't, I'm gasping for air. Tell me more about all of the things that you do at once while you're riding a bike. Uh, yeah. So as a Peloton instructor, which I will say, I, I am so grateful and I love my job. I love our community. I love our instructors. I mean, I love our company. I think the culture that we've created is truly exceptional. It's an outlier. It is, it is innovative and and, I, and I'm so excited that I'm a part of it. And now to answer your question in terms of like, how do I do all those things at once? It's almost like, I know as a dancer growing up, they would say the hardest thing to do was to walk across the stage. It wasn't like yeah. the forte turns or the pirouettes. It's to do the simple stuff, right? So yeah. right now I'm doing the fortes and the pirouettes. So it, it's challenging, but it just happens after practice and practice. But in terms of thinking about what I'm going to say, I do make sure that my class plan has is a sound structure. It is safe. It is appropriate. It is scientifically based and that it is going to get people from point A to point B in terms of whatever our goal is, whether that means it's a pop ride and we're going to have fun or it's an intervals and arms ride and we're going to work on longer efforts or it's a Tabata ride and we're going to do high intensity efforts, all out breathless max efforts. So I'm, I'm very aware of what 
going in what I'm what I'm going to teach. And also I'm very close to my music. I love making sure that my music tells a story while we're working yeah. out. But in terms of what I'm going to say, I don't necessarily always prepare. I have a class yeah. called Sundays with Love. That one I prepare. Mm, I, I study. It's very it's much more spiritual. It is it was me taking a risk. I've always been a spiritual person, but it was me taking a risk to say, you know what, I'm going to actually talk about this mind, body, spiritual connection and go there and be deep, but most importantly, be real and understand that it looks different and feels different for everybody. And that's okay. You're welcome here. And then when it comes to like a feel good ride, I literally, I made up, you know, that concept of everyone wants to feel good. And so with that particular ride, I let the music speak. I just, I know what I'm going through at that time. I use it in real time for it to be a cathartic moment for myself, for my community. And I, I think something that is, again, very unique at Peloton and, and so close to my heart is that there's a level of humanity. There's yeah. a level of humanity that I take on as a responsibility, again, of being a leader, being a part of a community. But there's also a level of humanity that makes our instructors the best. There's a level of humanity that makes our community the best. We know what it feels like to be on the front lines of your life. We know what it feels like to, you know, have a bad day or have things go against what is really happening and what you planned for your life. We know how to feel to be knocked down, but not being knocked out. And I know our community are those warriors, are those those real people that are fighting a war in their family, in their lives, with their health, with their mindset, because I'm doing that, because I am that yeah. person too, you know? And yeah. I think that that level of humanity really influences how we've created culture, how we've built what we're doing. And I really hold true to that that it's a level of humanity from our CEO to any first time rider. There's a level of humanity and I encourage our members to bring that when you get on a ride with me. Bring that, if it's hard, it's hard, it's breathless. If you hate me a little bit, you know, if you're reconsidering <laughs> our friendship, that there's means- been times, There's been times I question well, our friendship, but you call yes. me out on that. You're like, you're thinking right now, what did I get myself into? I'm like, uh-huh. <laughs> yes. You know why, Jenna? Because that's what I'm thinking as I teach yes. a ride that I planned that I knew was going to happen. I'm like, oh my God, why did I teach this ride? And if I'm feeling that, I know yes. that humanity, right? That, that level of humaneness is like, if I'm feeling that, y'all are feeling that too. Yes. <laughs> you know, it's just, it's so wildly impressive to me when I just break down the way that you show up just on even a single ride. There are so many just elements where I'm like, wow, she is a motivational speaker and an, a fitness expert and she's working out. And I mean, I'm, it's just crazy. I'm blown away. And I think that so many creators, no matter what job you're in or what role you fill, you know, the finished product is just this one thing that people like to tie a pretty bow around. But we all know that there are like a hundred steps in just that one finished product. And so I was just like reverse engineering what you do on that bike. And I'm like, dang girl, that is so stinking cool. Oh, thank you. I love it. Okay. So I want to know what you think about this sentence. Cause I feel like you're a great woman to speak about this, but do you believe that women can have and do it all? What are your thoughts when you hear that? Absolutely. I think this is something that comes up and I say yes. And I'm probably going to say something that you all may have heard before. If not, welcome to the club, but <laughs> understanding what all means to you. I say that you can have it all, but you can't have everything. 
And it's not to say, you know, to limit your abilities or to limit my own abilities, but it's to level set, right? It's to become realistic. And the reason I say you can have it all is because you want to identify what are those top five things that all looks like. And for some people, it's having a family, it's being the best mom, it's, it's owning a business, it's, you know, taking care of their parents, it's being in a position to take care of their family. So whatever that looks like, I think one of the things that most people forget and truly goes I would say unnoticed and unrecognized and unutilized is the fact that we all need to sit down and ask ourselves these three questions. Who am I? Who do I want to be? And who do people see me as? And I think understanding the answer to those questions and hopefully getting to a place where all of those questions equal one answer, it means that you are represented internally, what you are representing externally and what people are perceiving of you. And not to say, you know, you need to take someone else's judgment of what they believe about you and try to shape yourself around that. Absolutely not. I speak about taking your power back. It's first internalize, who are you? And then asking yourself, who do you want to be? And if those two things are aligned and you're like, you know what, I'm this person, this is who I am because I do this and this is how, what I believe. And this is who I want to be. Great. We've reconciled those two questions. When it comes to that third question, that third layer of how are you being perceived? Who do people see you as? And if you ask, I I always talk about crowdsourcing, right? If you ask your love squad, if you ask your group of friends, if you ask your partner, if you ask your kids to explain you, again, aligns with who you are and who you want to be, then you are on a path of being yourself. I don't like Mm -hmm. to say your authentic self because sometimes that implies that you are not yourself. And I think that even when you are not yourself, you are still yourself because you're working through, right? Again, off on course like an airplane. And so... Yeah, I truly think that those are the three questions you ask. And once you're able to, again, reconcile all those three questions to have that one answer, and it changes over time, just like your priorities, just like your life. So asking yourself, I ask myself biannually, most times, you know, those three questions to make sure they're aligning, that puts you in a position to say, okay, now what do I want? And when you're able to, to articulate who you are, you can connect that to what you want and why you want it. And to you, those are the top five things of having it all. Instead of like, I want this, I want that, I want that. You can't have everything because then it's, you haven't, again, you haven't level set. You haven't grounded yourself in anything. You're not being an example. You're not taking responsibility. So I truly do believe that, yes, we can have it all. It does come at a consequence. So whatever those five, and I, I, I try to say five things because I truly believe, like I read an article around statistics that said, you can't communicate with more than five people. You can't build solid connections with more than five people that what ends up happening is the other, like once you get to the sixth, the 10th person, those connections in that relationship is a little bit more superficial. It doesn't mean it's there. We have family that's broader than five people. It's just that you have tight bonds, like tight connections that you work on, that you're consistent and persistent about with at most five people. Again, that was a statistic I'm quoting without a resource, but that's what I remember reading. And so I just kind of equate to this, having it all to that number five and just being able to articulate that and then go for that and create the life that you deserve and ultimately your worth, you know? And so the answer, yes, short answer is yes. Long answer. I always have those. (laughs) I love it. No, I totally agree. And I think that 
especially women these days, I feel like we're being very challenged, especially as we navigate this season of like, what does success look like? What does it feel like? Am I on that path to what I personally define as success? I feel like a lot of us are having to like stare straight in the face of like future us and saying like, what do I want and how am I going to get there? So how has navigating this season been for you? Well, it's been interesting. And yeah, I mean, of course it has been interesting because it's different. It's unexpected. But one of the things that has come up for me in this time, this concept of success or looking at your life and saying, what do I want? Most times it is challenging to answer that question, Jenna. And the reason I think so is because we're looking so much to say, like, what do I want externally? Yeah. Like, do I want that title? Do I want to build that company? And it's like almost the opposite of what the question is really asking. The question is not an external question. It's an internal question. And that internal question, when you're trying to figure out what you want in life is for you to ultimately ask yourself, what is my purpose? And when you go ahead and start to, again, navigate having internal external conversations around purpose, that will help set the framework for your life. And your purpose could be just to be a great mom. Your purpose could be just to mentor, to be a great mentor to young women. Your purpose could be just to hold space, to have great conversation, not even on a large scale, just to have great conversation. Your purpose could be someone to say, I'm going to walk in any room with great energy and I'm going to change everyone's mood and I'm going to do it Mm. in a real tangible way. You know, your purpose doesn't have to be like all of a sudden you're going to stop world hunger, which would be nice. I'm not saying don't, if that is something that you are pursuing, please continue. You know, I go back to that. Your activism can be small and really effective. Your purpose can be very small within your personal universe, but really effective. And so I think it just in this time has brought me back to really continue to answer that question of what is my purpose? And every time I, I think of that word, the word that comes next after that is conversation. Um, mm. I, it's, for me, it's sustainable. I could do this all day. Like I could talk yeah. to you all day. I could talk about things that are important. I could be wrong on things. I can be right on things, but that's not what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to just be thought provoking so that we yeah. can start, you know, that we're creating change through this conversation. And so what my purpose looks like in real life, I haven't gotten there yet because I am in an unfamiliar space. Life is going to change and how we communicate and how we really engage with each other in real time. So I'm learning again, staying fluid with that, but knowing that, yeah, I'm reevaluating what my purpose looks like and, and feels like, and there's Mm. no, the answer doesn't come right away. So I'm not putting so much pressure on myself. Yeah. I feel like so many people listening can just relate to all of those feelings right now. And those same questions like that. Thank you just for sharing that. That is something that I feel like is just this collective energy that we're all in right now together. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't have to be good and it doesn't have to be bad and it doesn't have to have labels. It's just, it's unique because this is a unique situation, right? Mm -hmm. No, totally. So I want to know for women that are listening that do not have a Peloton bike, so they don't get to hear your beautiful, inspiring quotes and just all of the things that you share. What is one thing that you wish women knew today, right now, like just something that you could just give us as we walk away from this conversation? So yes, I'm learning this about myself and I'm so happy you asked me that. I... I want you to walk away if you're listening with the concept that we're asking ourselves about self-care, about, you know, having it all and all those things. But the most important thing right now is to understand when you are 
knocked down, when you feel defeated, when you are just like tired of being tired and you just don't even know what to say next, what to do next, when you feel completely and utterly lost in life. And those are moments that come up for everyone, no matter how beautiful your career is or how many stunning kids or how many A's they got in school or you know how great your marriage is. We all go through this. I think the one thing that I would love all the women that are listening to recognize is that when you are in those dark spaces, please, please, please know that it is for a season and that it is your job. It is your responsibility to yourself, no one else, to understand that your confidence is not tied to your self-worth. So at the times you feel less confident, your confidence is tied to a skill set. If you talk well, you feel more confident in talking well. If you ride a bike well, you feel confident about riding a bike well. When you do not do something well, when you are in a space that you've never been before, when you're dealing with anxiety and you don't have the answers, you are less confident. However, your confidence is not tied to your self-worth because even in those dark moments, you are worth it. You are worth love. You are worth consideration. You set a level on how you should be treated, even when you don't even know how to treat yourself that way you are still worth it. And I always truly believe this because I know right now, personally, I'm going through, I was saying I'm having an internal battle. I'm in a war of unfamiliar territory. And so if anyone is sharing the same type of story that I'm in, just know the joy comes in the morning. The morning is not necessarily right the next morning, but it comes over time. Put yourself in a position where people remind you of who you are because those are the words that we forget first and foremost, when we get to that space, when we lose our confidence and somehow we think we're not worth it anymore. Two different things. Your confidence does not dictate your self-worth. Your situation does not dictate your self-worth. You are worth it in your darkest times, just as you are in your best times. You are always worth it from the day your first breath to the day of your last breath. You are worth it. Even when you don't know how to treat yourself, even when you are sabotaging your own situation, you are still worth it. Put yourself in a position to be around people that remind you of who you are. Girl, I'm like, everyone's going to be out there buying a Peloton bike so they can hear your message be taken to Allie Love's church. Oh my gosh. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Where can everybody connect with you and find you so that they can just be inspired by you every single day? Give us all the spaces. Oh, yes. You can follow me on Instagram, Allie Miss Love. I try to continue to use that platform again, not about being perfect, but about being real and share, share insight, share information. Also, my company, Love Squad, we always share anecdotes. We always share some tips around navigating your well-being, navigating working from home now that we're in this situation, or just navigating the transition from working from home and going back into the workspace, as well as your career and branding. So it's at Love Squad on Instagram, at Allie Miss Love, M-I-S-S, Miss Allie Miss Love on Instagram. Instagram. And then my website is AllieLove.com. And then if you are a Peloton member or you download the app because you've listened, you know, I'll see you whether it's on the mat or on the bike, you can download the app if you don't have the hardware. And if you're ever at a Brooklyn Nets game, I'll be the girl on the court. Yes, you will. Oh my gosh. Allie, thank you so much for coming on. And I'm just there. Everything is meant to happen as it does. And there was no better time than today to have this conversation and share it with the world. So thank you. No, thank you, Jenna. And I will say before we get off, I just want to thank you because you were a voice 
pre you know recording getting into this conversation you were the voice that i needed to hear today and i just want to thank you because again i truly believe like having conversations change moments change minutes and ultimately yeah. create memories and you did that for me today and you didn't even know it like you didn't know it even prior to us talking it happened just in our little rant prior to get on and recording so i sincerely want to thank you and i also want to thank all of your listeners not only for subscribing to the content that you're producing because you are changing the world my girl but mm -hmm. also giving me an opportunity opportunity to be in their ears and ultimately their hearts. So thank you. Okay. I know, I know you're probably like, wait, you get to hear her speak while you're sweating. And the answer is yes. And it's kind of funny because maybe you're wondering, so what do you actually think about the Peloton? Well, I was skeptical. I've already shared that, but here's the thing. We've had it for eight, nine months now, and I love it. I still love it to this day. It has been such a saving grace for me. I can jump on the bike for 20 minutes, get in a great sweat and get on with my day. There is zero excuse for me to not move my body. And every single workout feels like new and inspiring and encouraging, especially with instructors like Allie. Like what she said is so true. There is this culture that is within that company that makes you want to show up every single day. It's like I drank the Kool-Aid, like actually, but the Kool-Aid tasted really good. So now I tell everyone about it and I love it. So if you're thinking about getting a Peloton or you have one and you want to save $100 off accessories, I'm going to link to my code that will get you just that $100 off accessories. That's your bike accessories, your clip-in shoes, your weights, whatever that looks like. All you have to do is head to today's show notes at jennacutcherblog.com slash Love. That's A-L-L-Y-L-O-V-E. Again, that's jennacutcherblog.com slash Love. I have a code waiting for you to save $100 on Peloton accessories. And I am so, so thrilled to just share my love of Peloton, but also to just share the the incredible, encouraging voice of Allie Love today. I hope that you leave today's episode feeling inspired and encouraged just like I do. And hey, if you have a second, leave us some love. We would love to hear your thoughts, love to hear a review of this podcast. If you haven't already, take a second to subscribe and leave some love so that Miss Allie Love can see that in the reviews on this show. Until next time, gold diggers, keep on digging your biggest goals. And hey, if you're on Peloton, come find and follow me at Jenna Kutcher. Let's ride together so that we can be inspired and healthier by moving our bodies every single day. I'm over here giving you a virtual high five because you just finished another episode of the Gold Digger podcast. Did that go by way too fast for anyone else? If you want more, head over to golddiggerpodcast.com for show notes and all the discount codes from today's sponsors. And if you're looking for a new crew of movers and shakers like you to bounce ideas and ask questions, be sure to join my exclusive community for gold diggers on Facebook. The link's waiting for you at golddiggerpodcast.com.